I'm recording this on a rather foggy day, and I'm staring out at the neighborhood as it is just wrapped in this thick cottony gauze that looks more Scandinavian horror movie than it does neighborhood at the beginning of the new year. And it, it's got me, I think it's the perfect sort of atmosphere to sit and talk about world building because that's how far we are in this process. When you're looking to develop your world, it's important to think about it at three scales to varying degrees. Today, let's cover the three scales of world building and what it needs and what should be in the manuscript. Because if our ultimate goal is to help you take what you've got and make it better, for world building, this is probably the easiest way to do it. So first, the macro scale, the biggest scale. Maybe this is the planet scale or the galaxy scale, or it's whatever the largest container of your story is. Maybe that's the city. Maybe that's the country. What is the biggest thing encompassing your story? If you're telling the story of you know, two hard-nosed reporters breaking a story about a, a corruption scandal and everything takes place in the city, it's the city. If you're telling the story about some plucky upstart rebels who want to fight against, you know, the greater evil corporations, then it's maybe the, the nation or the empire or the kingdom or something. You want to think about the biggest level first, mainly because at this level, we need to come up with what are the rules of the world. And the rules aren't just the specifics of like, you know, this king has ruled for X number of years or, or there's a guild of the printing people. It's, it is that, but it's also more than that because you want to first start building that bridge to the reader through your world building. You want to look for ways that the reader can relate to your world. And part of that's going to be stuff you've maybe not thought of in any great detail, like physics. Does gravity exist in your world? Do people breathe air? Not so much do they know that air is made of like nitrogen and, and carbon dioxide and oxygen and all that, but do they just breathe air? Does gravity work? Are Newton's laws of physics operational? Is there magic? Is there, you know, advanced science that doesn't quite have a name? It doesn't need a name, but is there, like, what are the ways people live? And even if your answer for these things, as they are in so many stories, is it's just Earth, John, that's fine. But you need to know that it is because there's nothing more critical than building that bridge to the reader and having the world-based rules operate as well in your story as they do in real life helps the reader get a sense of, oh, okay, I understand on a very intuitive, basic level how things should be. People are going to walk on the ground, they're going to breathe, they're going to exhale, they're going to swim, you know, there are bushes and trees and birds and shit. That that makes a difference. That's a That's a thing, and that's our biggest level. But it's also all those constructions and elements from the story at a large level. So this would be your groupings of people. Here's your king. Here's your print, print master's guild. Here are your evil corporations. Here are your good corporations, if such a thing exists. 
here's your rebellion, here's your imperials, here's your musketeers. What are the groups that operate in and around your world? And even if your groups are just, there are the reporters trying to break the corruption story, and there's the corrupt politicians, and then there's everybody else, classing people into groups, gathering them up, and then figuring out what makes that group a group, other than just, well, they all wear the same funny hat. Figuring out how to group people and by what you group people makes a substantial difference because the reader is, again, looking for somebody to root for, looking for somebody to side with. And even if you have one protagonist against the whole world, it's still a group of one, and the reader wants to get on board that team. So find your groups. Then, once we have groups and the rules of the world sort of in a physical and existential way, we're going to come up with the rules of the world for how the groups operate. This is tricky, though, because I don't mean like, what are the 11 bylaws of the Merchants Guild? I mean, like, how does group A interact with group B? Do they interact with group B? It's okay if they don't. But how, do this, how, do, how does each group interact? Is there a power shift? Is there a power dynamic? Is there, you know, does, does, does the royal kingdom believe they are superior to everybody? What we're trying to set up at this level, and this is how we, we shift sort of down in scope, is we want to start identifying the relationships between groups. Because when we drop from the biggest macro level to the group level, also called the collective level, we want to identify how those groups interface. The king always thinks he's superior to everybody. The printmaster's guild is an overlooked guild that's secretly part of the thieves' guild. The techno wizards live in secret. Whatever it might be, how do your groups act? What are their basic rules? Not like their bylaws, not like their charter or anything, but just how do they operate in a given space? How do they operate at a given time? Do they work in secret? Do they take cash? Do you have to use a special app to contact the cyber doctor? What's the way the collective functions and operates and what role do they serve? These are doctors, these are reporters, these are lawyers, these are people who, you know, bake cookies, whatever it might be. There's a group and they do something. They exist in the world because otherwise they wouldn't be in the story. So what is that operation? What's it look like? Do that for every group. Figure it out. Even if your group only has like one operation, one action, because they're in like one scene and they're in and out, write it down. There's nothing harmed ever by having things be more organized, even if it's just a minor insignificant thing or it feels like a nuisance. Just breeze through it real quick. That's the collective level. The collective level is there to examine not just the rules of the world, but the interactions in the world at a large scale. Because now we shift to the smallest level, the individual level, the protagonist level. And we're going to talk more tomorrow about how world building and protagonists kind of intersect. But for now, how does our character, our main character, and if you're working with multiple points of view, we're going to do this for each of them. But how does your main character engage with their world? How does their moral code, how do their skills, how do their, 
you know, actions or consequences play into how the world works? Are they a man who broke out of prison and he's on the run? Are they a woman trying to make it in a tough world? Are they uh, a, a, you know, cheese-powered robot? You know, whatever that might be, how does our character engage within the world? Where do they fit in the collective level? Are they a member of any groups? Are they on the run from any groups? Are they happily part of it and sort of oblivious? Are they a, a young student who suddenly learns that there's a whole other school hidden in the shadows? Are they a, a plucky farm boy who, after the death of his only family, joined a creepy old man on a magical space quest? Like, who are they? Who is the protagonist? And how does, most importantly, how does the world building facilitate not only their plot, their arc, but just facilitate their existence on a day-to-day -day basis? Three levels. Largest scale, uh, container level, collective level, character level. One, two, three. Best thing you can do, just start taking notes. Write this stuff down in the margins. Scribble it on the back of a piece of paper. Keep track of this stuff. Stick it in your story Bible because this information is gonna allow you to figure out how to tie things together. But we're talking about that in the coming weeks, not so much now. Now it's just data collecting time. Start grouping your world, start sorting out the, the who's and the what's and the where's, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.